0: Driving it home with Patty Vasquez, Patty Vasquez. From global conflicts to greenhouse gases, the folks refusing to wear masks, and politicians getting caught grabbing asses, she's driving it home
1: with Patty Vasquez. And hello, hello, everybody. Happy Friday. Uh, this is not Patty Vasquez, but we are driving at home today. Uh, you've got Dan and Meg. So we host uh, a show called Apollatini here on WCBT on Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. Um, so tune into that as well. But uh, Patty is uh, celebrating her mother's 89th birthday today. That is I just fantastic. saw on Facebook. They, they went to the Art Institute. I saw that too. And her mother. 89 and looks, looks younger than me. Yeah. So, I mean...
2: Don't we all, though? I'm
1: kidding. No, that's true. Yeah, especially especially after four years of Donald Trump and everything, you know, yeah.
2: We're all aging very yeah.
1: fast now. The years were not good to us. Um, so, we want to say happy birthday to Patty's mom. And uh, as always, anything that Patty asks for, Patty gets. Absolutely. And so, anytime she texts me saying if we can fill in, I'm like, uh, heck yes. Also... Who else said no to you? Because now you're like at the bottom of the list right now, right?
2: I feel like we're moving up in her heart. Maybe
1: I think she so. Loves yeah. Us. yeah, no, we love Patty because yeah. we love her. I always, so whenever I call into her show, I always end. I always end it with like, "Love you, Patty." And she's probably like, "Who's we? What? No." <laughs> But it's true. We love Patty Vasquez. He's, she's a, she's an amazing person.
2: Well, we called in the other day, and I was on dog duty, though, because it seems like your dog, every single time you do call in, he's like, now is the time I want to oh, bark.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> so you were talking to Patty, and I was running around taking him outside.
1: <laughs> it's perfectly quiet half the day. And then as soon as I'm, like, ready to go on to the—whether it's Tom Hartman or Patty Vasquez, then he just decides to just lose, lose <laughs> you know what. And I'm like, dude, come on. I've been on hold for, for 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And now you do it? I oh, love it. He's he's gonna be the death. That's gonna be the death of me. That one, that that toddler of a puppy. Um, so we got a cool show today. Um, it is Friday. So uh, reminding everybody that uh, Patty has started a new a new fun thing called First Timer Friday. So, um, B if you are a first time caller on the show, um, you get a gift card, and uh, our good friend Paul will. Um, uh, make sure that we get the information for you so we can get that sent out. Mm-hmm. Um, we love Paul. He just makes it look like we know what we're doing.
2: He makes it very easy for us. I know. We're just winging it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's funny. It's like when Patty does her show, like she does the whole, like she does the board. Oh, she does the all board. this stuff. Yeah. And then you and I, we can barely get in the door, you know, without, you know, somebody like Paul or Dylan or Henry making sure, or Andy, making it look like we know what we're doing. <laughs> Um, so we appreciate everybody here at WCPT. Absolutely. So it is First Timer Friday, so if you do want to call in 773-763-9278. Um, we do have a guest at the second half of this hour.
2: Yes, very excited. We're going to have Graciela Guzman, uh, 20th District State Senator, uh, she, or she's running for 20th. Illinois State, Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had the pleasure of meeting with her and just getting to know the platform that she you know stands on, and we cannot wait to introduce her yeah. on here so everybody else could get uh, to know her very well. I love
1: yeah we have the um i like to surround myself with like really like bad you know what women like people who just get stuff done yeah and so like patty vasquez whenever she asks Mm -hmm. we do you know and then our favorite altar woman ruth cruz uh texted me uh, saying that she had uh, somebody who's running for Illinois State Senate mm-hmm. want, wanted to know if she can come on the show. Mm-hmm. You know, again, whatever Ruth wants, Ruth gets too. Yeah. So we met for breakfast, and uh, yeah. uh, Graciela is a really cool person, and uh, we're excited that she's doing. it. She's, yeah. she's also young, so I'm going to have to ask her. Like,
2: I think that's my favorite part yeah. is just to get the young bloods. in. There,
1: I love it. That like, yeah.
2: yeah. And we've always talked about when it comes to local elections, mm-hmm. they're just as important, if not more important, in some aspects right. than. National elections.
1: So. Well, like the local, the 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 results of local elections, you, you'll feel that impact mm-hmm. a lot closer to home than you would have, you know, like a state or a yeah. uh, uh, U.S. Senate, or you know, even even a House of Representatives at the at the uh, U.S. level. Like,
2: well, you brought up what, Illinois. What was it? Two two seats.
1: Yeah, it was close. Uh, to- Joan Joan Esposito would always uh, remind her listeners of this as mm-hmm. uh, the Illinois State Supreme Court. We were just two seats away from having it switch to a conservative-leaning court.
2: Yeah, and could you imagine? And then everybody in, in
1: Wisconsin, Ohio, like the, all those folks who, once the the U.S. Supreme Court mm-hmm. overturned Roe v. Wade like illinois is like the only state in the midwest where you can actually access certain levels of women's reproductive health care
2: it's scary when you pull that map up it's like illinois is one color and then it's all red all the way around right so people would have to leave all of their states to come to illinois to to get that well they do
1: Uh, i mean yeah but (laughs) but if if the supreme court the state supreme court flopped or flipped flopped flopped. we'd call it a flop (laughs) um uh You'd have to go to New York or California or something. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's uh, individuals are saying like, uh, like abortion, anti-abortion legislation is going to uh, prevent people from getting abortions. Like, no, people are still going to go get them. There's not going to be safe abortions. Yeah. And you know who else is going to be able to easily access those people with money?
2: Uh, yep.
1: And you know who's not going to be able to? People who can't take the time off of work to travel across the country to like the one only state that it still allows it. Right. Exactly. And yeah. then also potentially get in prison for leaving the state mm-hmm. to get an abortion, right? Yeah. It's, it's, yeah.
2: You know, Republicans talk about, you know, the welfare system, and too many people are having too many kids, and then they just go on welfare, and it's like some people make that decision because they get pregnant, and they know that they cannot provide and have that family, and that's a personal decision that they're making, mm-hmm. and Republicans are now taking that away. Well, what do you expect if they cannot afford to have a child and, you know, they're going to end up having the child without the, you know, being able to have an abortion, they're going to have a child. And now... You're adding more people on, into the system.
1: Well, and you know, what happens once the baby's born. Republicans just oh, they, don't like, they don't care about him. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you did this yourself. Uh, yeah. Oh, school lunches? Nope, not happening. Right. <laughs> oh, you want you want uh, food stamps or WIC? Nope, not nope. happening. We're going to cut funding for that, too. Oh, health care? No. Yeah, not a thing. Yeah, sorry. <laughs>
2: well, we talked about pretty much any bill that goes in. Yeah. Republicans are like, the no, even when it comes to veterans. Yeah, you know they're like the party that it's like pro America, veterans, all the things. And I had this conversation. They shoot
1: everything down. I had this. I forget who I had it with. It was probably you. Um, <laughs> but it's you know with the with the 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 border crisis mm-hmm. that's happening and, and migrants going to all of these cities. And I was like, we should take care of our veterans. I was like, I've been hearing that my entire life. Oh yeah. And I'm only 16, so like I don't know. You know, like that's <laughs> so. But from what I understand, it's been happening for, I don't know, four decades. They're like, we need to take better care of our veterans. Right. And I was like, okay, well, you've Republican president, Democratic president, Republican control Congress, Mm -hmm. Democratic control Congress, we Congress, Mm -hmm. we can't. Someone's dropping the ball somewhere. (laughs) Also, (laughs) we do take pretty good care of our veterans. okay? but it's an evolving level of care that needs to happen. So, like, um, I'm going to cough. <laughs> so, only like you know, medical issues—that's one thing. But also, like mental health is also a thing that we need yeah. to evolve with and make sure that we're giving that level of care. Um, but as that stuff, as as those needs. You know, as we learn more, mm-hmm. you can't just flip a switch in the, in the in the United States and be like, oh, now we do this. Now, right. there's a reason that when we do a piece of legislation, it's like this is going to save us over blah, blah, blah. This is going to infect people over the next 10 years right. because it takes time to work with the bureaucracies and everything like that that exists in our government. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, everyone's like, "Well, we need to take care of veterans." I was like, "Yeah." So call your representatives, and be, but also, don't be a terrible human and be like, "We can't be taking care of these migrants," mm-hmm. and also Texas can still like have barbed wire and floating buoys that literally kill kids. Kill- that <laughs> so yeah, pro like we're all about life here. I think it's except like except not though. It's
2: crazy because they say again they're the pro life party, and when those kids are. Dying or humans in general, that when they're dying, trying to come here for a better life, it's a humanitarian crisis. Mm-hmm. But then they don't care because they're not Americans. Yeah. They're not white. Right. So is that the issue? So it just goes to show a lot about that party.
1: Even though, you know, a lot of people say that we're a nation of immigrants. So, I mean...
2: Yeah, according to Republicans, we're just a nation of just white people.
1: Oh, cor- yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my family came from Poland, Germany, Italy, like, so it's just like, yeah, that's
2: Yeah, my family's from Ireland, Scotland came in Ellis yeah. Island, like, mm-hmm. all, all right. the things yeah. like, we're not all just from, but, here. Then,
1: but then that's the part. It's like, well, they did it the right way. And I was like, yeah, so why don't we reform our laws so they can do it the right way, too.
2: I was gonna say it was a different time when it came to the laws, right. like, like,
1: Joe Biden and Democrats are like, well, this is a bill. That we could implement that would help us help us do this the right way. Yeah. And Republicans are like nope. Cross their, their arms. arms like absolutely not. We it's don't like, want to like, do oh, this. Oh wait, you were actually going to propose something and like work? <laughs> yeah. Oh no, we're not. We're not here for that. <laughs> we're just going to not do our jobs.
2: All they wanted was a bill that's going to help the border crisis, and they wanted funding um, for border patrol. Now that we have that, Republicans are like absolutely not because. Once that happens, it's like, what else are they going to run yeah, on? Yeah, you can't
1: run on a border crisis if, exactly, it's if it's being, going to it's it's fixed. Going, yeah, right? <laughs> 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 it's going to be fixed, right? Oh. Yeah. Insane. Um, all right, so so far I don't think we have any first-time callers, but we have some of our favorite callers. Uh, Dave from Hoffman Estates. Uh, how's it going, my friend?
4: Hey, Dan. Hey, Mike. Hi, how yeah, are you? Well, thanks. Um, Talking about that uh, Supreme Court last night that with the state you know with uh, Colorado yeah and then uh, basically saying where the president you know one state can't decide more or less a a presidency while like others I pointed out well what about 2000 in Florida yeah when they you know cut off the count you know at that time and just decided that well you know they appointed Bush as the president Mm -hmm. and um and you know he was a winner like by 600 votes and and I tend to think too, where they saying somebody much wiser said that the real question man, is where exactly do states right
1: stop? Yeah, right. And well, well, that's the Russia. thing. Well, apparently not in Florida. Like that's a, you know, like the U.S. Supreme Court's totally yeah. fine ruling for that. Florida you know, for something is, that impacts, the world. Because I think it was Sotomayor that made a comment. I think it was Sotomayor um, that said that this sounds like a, a national issue, so it needs to be a national. Uh, there needs to be a ruling or something on a national level. I was like, well, you are the the Supreme Court of our nation. So I think we're here right now. <laughs> like what? Um, yeah. But like, yeah, but do, do you, that was a really good point, Dave. Like they had no problem going into Florida and me mm-hmm. like George W. Bush, whose brother was the governor, who was also getting ready yeah. to send a fake set of electors to to Washington, D.C. to be like, yeah, my 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 brother won Florida. But mm-hmm. the Supreme Court were like, nope, stop counting. And then Al Gore is like, "Wait, I actually, won." <laughs> <Like
4: one. laughs> yeah, on at the end, he, he would add more. Yeah, and, uh, but uh, he, he was a little bit more of a man of honor, though. He could, yeah, you know, he didn't. Look, he eventually had told him just to stop, you know, whatever. Oh, you mean he actually respected, respected
1: the peaceful transfer of power, unlike most people in the yeah. Republican Party today?
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, but on that, with that state's right stopping, I said, you know, on abortion. They ruled it's a state's issue. Yeah. And I'm federal government can't override a state's right. But in Trump's case, it's a federally issue, and states have no right to change that. Hmm. Yeah. Where exactly is the, the boundary line here, you know?
1: it's it, There is no one, and that's what's scary, right? And we also, yeah. I, would, I would say, probably... One person that Donald Trump appointed, Neil Gorsuch, is probably qualified to be on the the Supreme Court bench, but also shouldn't be there in the first place because it should have been Merrick Garland. But, mm-hmm. you know, thanks, Mitch McConnell. Yeah. But then you've got Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Island Barrett, totally not qualified to be on the highest court of the land. No. and But they're still they're still ruling. And, then yep. we can, and I heard
4: yeah. something last night when... Uh, they had Neil Katyal and uh, Professor Lawrence Tribe. I believe it was Professor Tribe said that the three that you just mentioned, uh, Kavanaugh and and uh, they all they had worked for the judges and the Supreme Court, whatever, back during that two thousand election.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, so, Oh that's right. That's so exactly no right.
1: I forgot about, about that. To, yeah. I totally forgot about that. Yeah,
4: no, yeah, you know, I just found that quite interesting. You know that. Uh, it's kind of like, you know, a redux, a redo. A re-do you yeah,
1: know? it's funny how, like, nepotism works in, in in politics, right? That's why you have, like, all of these senators and representatives who their kids just magically get all of these really great jobs, even though they're not qualified right. for it.
2: Everybody else's kids are involved. Yeah. that have actually broken laws, allegedly. allegedly. Uh, but then they turn around and it's Biden, Hunter Biden. <laughs> like, uh,
1: He's like, he doesn't work for the government, did, no, dude. Th- that's no, not no, he, didn't,
2: he didn't work <laughs> there.
1: Um, wasn't uh, Gorsuch's
4: mother on, uh, on
1: Reagan? Yeah, she, was a, Reagan, she was a cabinet. Uh, I forget for what. It might have been energy secretary or yeah. might have been that. But she had to resign because she was yeah. horribly unqualified <laughs> for the role. But now her, now her son is on the Supreme Court. <laughs>
5: yeah.
1: Uh, all right, Dave, we've got to move along here. We're going to take a quick break. Right. Thanks for calling in and uh, tune in on Sunday. We'll chat yeah. with you then. Um, all right, let's take a quick break here, uh, and then we'll chat with our, our good friend Jim from Chicago oh, here on Jim. Driving at Home with Patty Vasquez.
0: You're listening to Driving at Home with Patty Vasquez. In your communities in Chicago. On WCPT 820
1: and hello hello everybody happy friday uh it is first timer friday here on driving at home with patty vasquez uh patty is taking a well-deserved day off to hang out with her mother on her birthday so you get dan and meg and we're happy to be here um we've got a guest coming on uh at the 5:30 point um but before that are we have a lot of favorite people online right now so jim from chicago happy friday friend
6: Hi, uh, happy weekend, uh, Meg and uh, Dan. Hi, the barrister, the barrister Ben Hur uh, has got, uh, he can not only give you a legal opinion, but he can give you an opinion about the gray matter floating around in your head, which is interesting. <laughs> now, if he, if he is a prosecutor, he doesn't need an expert witness to testify to the most, date of the defendant. He can go outside of the courtroom, pick up a handful of leaves, throw them up in the air. If they go west, he's crazy. If they go north, he's sane. And If they go straight up in the air, he's, not, not, a bigger problem. Responsible the he's yeah. not responsible for the crane. He's uh, not responsible for the crane. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. Again, how these. But I'll say one thing for these Republicans. Randall Brady, they stick together, even on the bench, that that cannon down in Florida, she refuses to push uh, this Nightmare's case in front of her, she's going to oh, try to yeah. delay that right. after the election.
1: mm mm-hmm. and, and we're blaming it on all the blue it, states, it, like it, New York and Colorado, that the, these are the ones that are coming after right. Trump, and it's like, no, nah, right. actually, he committed fraud pretty right. every right. state, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the
6: nerve of this lawyer is just is, is unbelievable. The yeah. questions they ask, yes, the president. When did your son die? Well, all I can tell you is this: my beloved wife died in February, and I can't oh, remember I'm if sorry. it was February seventh or February eighth. That's not the point. Right. She's been gone for almost seventeen years now.
1: Okay, I yeah. can't
6: tell you the exact date. Right. I, I, right. When it comes around that time, I realize that that's the time it was. Yeah. But I can't give you the exact date. Right. Right. I, and I can't give you the exact. My my mother died 25 years ago. I mean, these are people I love dearly, but yeah. I, I can remember the month they died. but I can't remember the precise day they died.
1: Mm-hmm. But also, like how I does mean, the, asking... nerve,
6: the, nerve, wait, wait, the nerve, the nerve, the so nerve, the even ask that question?
1: That's the thing. Okay. How does that yeah. relate kind of nerve to ethics. how does that relate to a confidential uh, documents case that, or investigation? Right? Like, how is that even a thing?
6: No. it's nothing. Not, it, it has nothing to do with it. And Nothing you, to do it. It's just a complete meanness. Right. It's the grand old party flexing their mean muscles. Yeah. Just like uh, the, 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 the the how about the governor of South Dakota, uh, Nancy Nome or whatever her name is. She wants to buy all razor wire. I want to buy more razor wire for the border <laughs> so I can cut shop up more people as they come across. Yeah. That's, uh, she's auditioning. For, she's auditioning to be Trump's vice president.
1: Right. Yeah. Oh, wow. but yeah. she has
6: to demonstrate how mean and miserable she is. Well, that's how
1: what, mean and miserable she is. That's what resonates with with the base, with Trump's base. You know, you've got to be angry all the time. You've got to be, you know, you've, there's always has to be somebody that's attacking you, even though we're all snowflakes and they're acting pretty snowflake. But, but Dan and
6: Megan, I mean, Dan, I don't know how Megan feels about this, but Dan, do you really think this, this this maniac has got a chance? I don't think he has a snowball's chance in hell.
1: I do think he has a because chance because I will
6: tell you why. I know, I know you do. I know yeah. you feel that way
1: but to me
6: between the uh just like if Nikki Haley was somehow snatched the victory in for mm-hmm. the jaws of defeat, uh, she'd still be bugged about the abortion case. Yeah. And, and, and nobody in, in America is going to vote. It's getting worse and worse as this goes on. More women are going to jail. More women are getting yeah. persecuted. More yeah. women are being run out of town. We've got 70,000 people come to Illinois yeah. for abortions now. But what? But how do they do it? How do they get the money to get here? How do they get her By automobile, plane? What do they do with their... Folks back home, right? What do they have to explain about their circumstance? Why isn't that a private matter between you and Almighty God? Right. It's not a, between you and anybody else. <laughs> anyway,
1: well, and Roe v. Wade but, it was not it was but, not like an abortion bill. It was a right to privacy. They're
6: going to lose. They're going to lose their. They're going to lose their, their pants on that, and, yeah. and, and not only that, but anyway, I just don't see. I can't see where these. Republican voters are gonna come from. I don't right. know where are they are gonna come out of the mountains or are they are gonna come out of the sea? <laughs> uh, but I don't know where they're gonna come from. Anyway, you guys have a great Steve. weekend
1: and thanks for taking my call. Thanks, Megan
6: Jim. and Dan thank you. Yeah, yeah, thank we'll you. chat you with have you, have you on
1: way. Sunday. Thanks for calling. Um let's we got a couple minutes here. Let's take Bob Smith, uh, from Chicago. What's going on, Bob?
5: Hey Happy Super Bowl weekend to Meg and you, Dan, everybody around Happy while.
1: Super Bowl weekend.
5: I'm just going I mean it's been a slow
1: Newsweek, let's just jump
5: into the sport. Who are you two rooting for, basically,
1: what I'm calling
2: for? I want Taylor Swift's boyfriend to win. So.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bob, you, you clearly don't know me, because I, I always just say that there's a concert happening on Sunday, but then people are just playing football in between. it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I was
2: going to say, Dan, Dan had brought up that he said that uh, he's just here for a concert on Sunday. I do love football. Um, I am going with the Chiefs, so.
5: Okay. The uh, reason I brought it up because you know Kansas City is in the state of Missouri, which is a red state. Yes. San Francisco, California, a blue state. And this group, somebody said to me, if I go california I mean if I go California, say 49, I'm gay. I said I'll be gay for a day. Well 69. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it takes. Thank you. <laughs> go 49. That's amazing. I love that. That's really. Yeah,
1: Bob, you are. That is really. <laughs> <Really> awesome <laughs> uh, do you right. have any do you have any uh like special uh Traditions that you do for the Super Bowl, like anything that you cook oh, regularly, my or My family. My
5: cousin said it's the auto show, but I'd rather go to death. I said, heck no! There's another <laughs> five days to go to death. but I'm just gonna watch the football game. Yeah. Hey, Root for the 49ers, if that okay? I, mean, I you guess, Enjoy the game, and I you
1: have a that good one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, Bob. All right. Thanks for calling in. Yes. Yeah. see we'll next
5: time, Sunday, yeah. Sunday, yeah. Bye. Sunday morning. <laughs> come on, All come right. on in.
1: All right. I will. Bye bye. Um, bye. Thanks for calling in. No, but that's what, so the, they had it on today, or uh, yeah, today the view they mm-hmm. had um uh like their each one each uh co-host had their own like special recipes and then uh, <laughs> jim and i are watching on tv and i'm like that looks really good oh I watched. and jim's like can you go get some jalapenos i'm like not right now <laughs> but like for sunday we can have that <laughs> for sunday um, i'll be on it was like a like stuffed jalapeno mm-hmm. it was really it really good. and it's oh i watched i think that was Alyssa who's a republican mm-hmm. so but i still like her it's fine well um
2: I will say I do listen to her and I do like her feistiness. But I did yell out loud when Sonny kind of put her in place today. What was it? We were tra- talking about this in the car on the way oh, here. Oh, yeah. Because
1: um, they were talking about how, you know, the, the report that Jim was chatting about. And yeah. how uh, Didn't
2: Alyssa say that Biden is the weakest? Was his weakest? In her
1: lifetime, uh, <laughs> Biden is the weakest president. And uh, Sonny looks and goes, the weakest president? And you worked for and, Trump. You
2: know, <laughs> But the look on Sonny's face and, like, just the expression behind it, I was like, you go, girl. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah Sonny's she was like, not taking that. I've, I've been noticing more and more, like... uh I think we were talking about this when we were driving into the station today. It was like I think I wouldn't be surprised if all of a sudden like the new seating arrangement is like Sunny's on the other side of the table. <laughs> have to switch and it and up it's like, a Let's little. switch Sarah, <laughs> so Sunny doesn't just like punch Alyssa in the face or something. <laughs>
2: so Sarah's gonna <laughs> it's have for to for her move. own safety. Sarah's definitely gonna have, have to. Because there have been times over.
1: where there have been like eye rolls and just like really, <laughs> yeah. really, and I'm like I'm yeah okay all right. <laughs> I'm nervous about it. Um, listen, let's take a break and then we have our guest coming on here uh, at 5:30. Um, we're gonna world chat with you guys here driving home with patty vasquez uh in a minute
0: You're listening to Driving It Home with Patty Vasquez.
3: There's so much that
7: goes on behind
0: closed doors. On WCPT 820.
1: And hello, everybody. Happy Friday. This is Driving at Home with Patty Vasquez. But Patty has the day off today to hang out with her mom on the birthday. So well happy deserved. birthday to Patty's mom. Uh, so this is Dan and Meg. We have a Palatini show on Sunday mornings here on WCPT, 8 a.m. So tune on in. Um, we are very excited to welcome a special guest uh, today. Um, And Meg's going to provide an introduction.
2: Dan and I would like to introduce, we have a very young, driven, intelligent, dedicated female. I think female, we are very excited about this. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, she's going to be running for Illinois 20th District State Senate. And Dan and I had the privilege of meeting her for breakfast the other morning and just kind of understanding how she got involved um the platform that she stands on and we just vibed with her very well and we're like let's have her on the show so everybody else could get to know her so um graciella guzman how are you oh my gosh good afternoon and thank you so much for having me super excited to
1: be here thanks for being here. yes thank
2: you Uh, why don't you just start off by just giving everybody a little rundown of who you are and uh how you got involved in politics
7: Yeah, for sure. Well, um, hello, everyone. I'm Graciela Guzman. My pronouncer, she heard a yeah. And I often talk about my upbringing. I'm the eldest of five kids. Uh, my parents escaped the Salvadorian Civil War. And much of my upbringing was navigating systems um, as an intergenerational family that was just trying to figure out how to make their way in the United States. And so some of my earliest experiences included, when I was five years old, um, losing my grandfather, who was like my guy, my, my, my special person um, mm-hmm. to cancer because of the healthcare system and, and that especially now I think we see a ton of this we couldn't pay, he didn't have health insurance and um, that inequity really formed um, the, the passion the driving force between my life work and so I've worked in direct service public advocacy have <laughs> campaigns to help bring healthcare for all people as a part of my work here in, in Illinois um, and it's ultimately really what's driving my perspective on how we can transform policy to make sure that working class families and everyone in our, in our state can be Served, Mm -hmm. And so for me, the the fight for the Senate feels personal. Um, You know, I talk often about the work that I did to help make Illinois the first state in the country to offer Medicaid to all low-income adults, regardless of their immigration status. And that was work that was fought in a coalition for many, many years. So I often say that we sometimes feel the impact of the, the elbow of the Senate when they tell you, no, the political will isn't there, the financial liability isn't there, the fill-in-the-blank reason for why this isn't possible. And so we have to be tenacious, we have to be legislatively resourceful, and I'm ready to be an asset in that fight um, for our people every day. I,
1: I love that. And I love that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, anybody who... Uh, my, my, I think I asked you this when we went to uh, breakfast. Um, which was at Nick's High Ho Cafe on Cicero near Belmont, which is a really cool place for anybody who's listening. Okay, whatever. Um, yeah. It was good, but. Um, I, it, it, anybody who wants to get into politics these days, my first question is why? But you just did a really nice job of explaining like <laughs> right? why you want to do it. Um, and, <laughs> and you know that it's not going to be an easy no. uh, task, especially. Um, and Ruth has talked about this a little bit. Uh, Ruth Cruz, who's our favorite alderwoman, that's she was the one, uh, person who introduced us to you. And um, again, anything Ruth wants, we, we love Ruth. Mm-hmm. But she was even saying about like being a junior member of the city council, like how, you know, you, you can't just go in there on day one and be like, we should do this 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 and this so like what what are things that you're going to want to try to do or uh how you're going to want to advance your stuff knowing that you're going to be kind of a newer member to the, well a new member hopefully you will be because oh, we're voting for you so <laughs>
7: No, and I think in terms of like what the game plan is, the approach, you know, I think um, I've heard a really clear imperative from the district, right? I think uh, the affordability of, of housing um, is something that is deeply on the minds of folks. And so, you know, how quickly we can make meaningful um, investments and like how we can protect our ability for this district and the state to call it home is something that is like definitely deep in my mind. The rising cost of health care, how do we bolster and support our schools and then how do we fully bring a fully like a, a more complete vision of public safety you know i think those are like the concerns that i'm hearing so i mm-hmm. think for me i lean on what 12 years of my history in the state has shown me is that you have to build coalitions yeah. we have to legislate legislatively build those relationships not just to bring you know the the full impact of what i'm hearing on the doors and in conversations that is immediate right that that says that i say that we need to do something and, and bring those experiences to bear in the senate but also to help bring about, you know, the little wonk in me that has been in the policy and and has helped write legislation and has has helped research policy options says, you know, I have an obligation to bring members of the assembly um, in an educational journey because ultimately the ultimate goal, the ultimate North Star is how do we land this agenda, the people's agenda on behalf of our district. And so, you know, I want to be an effective leader. I want a coalition build and I want to help my teammates hopefully get there too. Yeah. yeah.
2: And One thing that we did talk about is that you are boots on the ground, going door to door and have spent a lot of time um in the community. And I think that that is a big thing because it is about the community. Yeah.
1: How many, do, and I don't want to, we don't want to say this cause we don't want to give your, your, you know, opponents, you know, any inside information here, <laughs> yeah. but how many doors last, was it last week that you guys, that you guys knocked on?
7: Yes, we knocked eighteen thousand doors last week. 18, Obviously not just me. Yes, and that was done in like beautiful partnership with community members across the twentieth district. My feet definitely felt it, but my spirit also felt it in like the most beautiful of ways. Um, you know, just the porn from like these conversations and folks that again are really helping us understand um the immediacy of issues and you know, that involved organizations like JCU, the Jewish Council on Urban Affairs. Our independent political organizations that are in districts, um, folks like the People's Lobby. So I think understanding that we have a growing movement that's not just being an opportunity to really stake a claim on what a people's agenda can be, but is like understanding that we win this race at the doors that we've been doing this entire race is something that is like deeply personal, super excited. You know, you talked about vibes earlier. It is like top of the men vibes over here. Like mm-hmm. we are feeling conversations and i'm just really excited to continue doing them you know between now and march 19th.
1: yeah i I just want to point that because uh this is the one reason why or how i met uh ruth cruz was Mm -hmm. because i i actually met her multiple times like that was the you know like at my door or the the, her sisters were at my block party not just a bunch of
2: flyers and signatures (laughs) right yeah so i actually met you know
1: um so I just want to like 18,000 like that's and it's a grassroots effort and mm-hmm. I think that's what we were talking about how important local elections are. Um yeah. so you mentioned 18 how 18,000 doors knocked. So what what neighborhoods are in the 20th for the state?
7: Yeah. So the 20th District, you know, we have parts of Portage Park, Bumont Cragen, Logan Square, Albany Park, Avondale, Sucktown, the smallest liver of Humboldt Park, you know, so we're representing a good cross-section cross of the Northwest.
1: Yeah. And I think that all of the issues that you mentioned um, are pretty prevalent in all of those areas. Oh, absolutely. Right? That's health care, affordable housing. um, I think that's that's awesome that you're doing this.
2: Now, what would you say actually sets you apart from the other candidates?
7: You know, I think for me, um, you know, obviously, like, the orientation, I talk a lot about my legislative experience and the organizing that I've done, and, you um, know, I tell folks, like, prior to April, you know, I, I my primary role in this community was community advocate, but, like, really behind the scenes, right? Mm-hmm. And so that in understanding, that inner working of how we reach success, like, how we legislatively say our North Star is housing for all people, is healthcare for all people, and, like, knowing how to get there is one thing, but really being able to to do that in a, in, in a way that we're proud of from a values-aligned place for the community members has really been the pension of my work. You know, so I'm really proud to build these coalitions. I'm proud to be tied to my community. I'm tried to, I like really proud to set out the values. And so I think from a place of, you know, I, um, I, I believe a lot, like show me who your friends are and you know a lot about your values and mm-hmm. who you are. So, so the fact that I have endorsements from just about every progressive elected here in the district, you know, from my Congresswoman all the way to our older people is really meaningful, that I have independent political organizations that represent my wards, but also organizations like the People's Lobby, JCOA, um, Sierra Club, just endorsed um, very, very recently, and I'm very proud about that. You know, I think, again, also really speak to, I'm um, not only the leader that has a, a vision and a charter for the twentieth district, but how I build and who I build with is also in alignment with my district.
1: Yeah, I so, like that. and you're... Um, you're not messing around. So like, yeah. <laughs> so for, for folks that are listening, uh, if, if the neighborhoods that, that Graciela just mentioned, uh, if you're in one of those, um, Graciela420.com. So let's spell out the name G-R-A-C-I-E-L-A-F-O-R and then the number is 2-0.com. And you're, you're busy, like just starting tomorrow. You've got a meet and greet with uh, Rep Gazzardi. Um, and then you're not even sitting still because that following Sunday, you've got a, a meet and greet at the Map Room. And then you've got a Mar- – which I, I think we're going to go to this one. It's a Mardi Gras fundraiser.
2: <laughs> we're in a party. We're At
1: uh, District Bar, <laughs> 3246 North Central. And this is all on the website, folks. So uh, this would be a really good opportunity to um, go on here and see if, if any of these are in your area. And uh, meet Crossiella, And she doesn't seem to be somebody who shies away from just, like, talking to people or questioning anybody, right?
2: I think you're very relatable. And it's just easy to have the conversation with you. And you could sense, like, your passion – Um, And you could see that you, you have a lot of drive. And one thing that I got from meeting you is that you have a good moral compass. And I think a lot of people get into politics and lose that. And you don't seem to be one of those people that would be swayed and lose that. So... I was pretty impressed meeting you and um, getting to
7: know everything about what you stand
2: for.
1: you got a mentor like Ruth, so she's not going to let you take oh, okay. crap from anybody.
7: Yeah, <laughs> No, she will not. And reminds me of the Barbie line in the movie, you know, like the, I think so much of the power that both she and I have comes from our ability to like feel deeply about our community and our work. There is like not going to be a tougher advocate for the 20th district than me, in part because I love my district. I love my community. I see a vision and I'm tenacious. I'm legislatively tenacious, so ready to fight for us.
1: I love that. Absolutely. Um, so uh, we've got a little bit of time before November. So, like, is it going to be your just your your normal path forward, what you've been doing, knocking on doors, um, um, email campaigns or, um, you know, uh, social media, stuff like that?
7: I mean, I mean don't get me wrong. We, we have a social media campaign. We have digital. But I think for me, the, the path to victory and, like, also just understanding my district is doors. You know, I mm-hmm. knock doors. Many hours every single day. I'm on my third pair of shoes, so feeling really, really good about that. Um, And my phone likes to remind me that my steps are trending upwards. So there's that. But I think why I say that the path to victory has to be there through doors is because our main opponent, you know, has received almost almost to the tune of uh, 1.2 million dollars from Senate President and Union and other corporate interests. So we're up against big money in Mm -hmm. what is the most progressive district. not just in the city, but arguably in the state. And so for me, I believe in the power of our messaging, this movement, what we're fighting for, who's asking me to be able to, you know, come to voters and make my case directly and really say, you know, this is why we're here. This is why the money isn't coming my way. But ultimately, like, this is why I am the best representative for this district and to earn their support.
1: Yeah. No, and I, I want to do uh, a correction because between the two of us, Megan, myself, Meg's the smarter one. So she pointed out that the election day is actually March 19th. I'm in the general election (laughs) right now, so I'm like, "That's November." (laughs) Election day is Tuesday, March 19th. Is Tuesday, March 19th, um, and polls open at Mm -hmm. what time?
7: Polls open usually what at 6 a.m. 6 a.m. I think. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, and then they, I think they go till six or seven, I think, or something like that. No
2: matter so. what, get in get <laughs> early. And if you
1: well, we don't have to worry about this because we live in a state that people can actually <laughs> freely say, vote. But <laughs> like, <laughs> Illinois is good with this If line. you're in line, they have to let you vote. So like that's, the yeah. thing. so even if they're like <laughs> polls are closing, it's like no, I'm here <laughs> and I'm going to vote. Stay in that line. <laughs> um no this is really cool so uh, everybody this is uh graciella four twenty dot com so g r a c i e l a f o r two zero dot com uh it's a really Actually, some of these websites that I've been looking at of some of these other folks that are trying this one is really good and it's super clean. And it has all the information for you to meet Graciela if you are in the 20th district here in the good state of Illinois. Mm -hmm. Um, Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I mean, we're going to be here. Well, whenever Patty asks us to, but we're also there <laughs> every Sunday. So if you want to come back on, that's totally fine too.
7: Yeah, we would love to love, have you. I love that with you both, and just thank you so much for the time and space. Yeah, but but catch
1: up on the train And uh, we're going to sign up to be volunteers too. So yes, absolutely.
3: Let's go. You, <laughs> Let's go. You it. can
1: easily do that on your website, <laughs> on the website for those listening. Get on the so go there and click the volunteer button, or donate. That helps too. Yeah. i um, oh,
2: about yeah. to make my Tuesday. Thank you so much. I was going to say <laughs> donations are huge because donations when you're running huge. against people that have uh, big funding and, you know, yeah. y- you, you need the community to come together. So Absolutely. donations would
1: be huge. Well, Help listen, you. you have a great weekend. I know you're not going to sit still. So just, you know, make sure you're, you're wearing comfortable shoes.
7: <laughs> I just got my new pair of holkas so we're about to test them out on turf in the morning. There thank you go. Thank you
1: so much. All <laughs> right. Well, thanks <laughs> for calling in, Graciela. All
7: right. Chats Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Have a good one.
1: Uh, That was Graciela. She is running for uh, the 20th District Illinois State Senate seat. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, not sitting still, check out her website. It's got all the information you possibly could ask for and ways that you can get involved, donate all of the events. and uh, if anybody wants, I'll, I'll be at the Mardi Gras one on uh, Tuesday, February 13th. So
2: <laughs> I'll be there with you. Yeah. yeah. So you can be come and see up. us,
1: and we'll be, it'll be great. So uh, let's take a break here. Uh, this is Driving Home with Patty Vasquez, uh, Dan and Meg filling in, and uh, we'll chat with you guys in a minute. Hi, this is
8: Kirk Bankstead from the Minocqua Brewing Company, and I sell Choice Hard Seltzer, an all-natural grapefruit-flavored booze that you can enjoy for only 100 calories a can percentage of the proceeds of every can of choice hard seltzer you buy goes to reproductive rights organizations in the chicagoland area enjoy a light refreshing hard seltzer this summer and support reproductive freedom at the same time buy
2: yours at beer on the wall arlington heights woodman's in bloomingdale kenwood liquors in homer Glen, and more to come must be 21 please drink responsibly
0: you're listening to Driving It Home with Patty Vasquez. There's so much that goes on behind closed doors on WCPT 820.
1: And hello, hello, everybody. This is Driving It Home with Patty Vasquez. We were just on the phone um, uh, with a very amazingly talented person, Graciela, who's running for Illinois State Senate, um, 20th the 20th district, district. and so um, and as. Our good friend, Bob. Uh, Bob Smith is reminding us in the comments here that March 19th, 2024 is primary day for Illinois. And he's still voting red up and down the ballot. So, Bob, you do you. Bob. We couldn't
2: even agree on football, Bob, but I still like you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's, you know, I don't. I don't hate all Republicans. I used to be one, so you know I, I can. Well, I feel yeah, your pain about. Yeah, we try not Bob. to ever talk
2: about that, Dan. That was I that was a past. A very, that was a past you.
1: I used to be a very big Republican, but I.
2: You saw the light. I
1: Saw the error of my ways, <laughs> uh, but I still watch Fox News just as much as I did before. <laughs> yeah,
2: you know, I, I try. I tried that with you, and I was like, you know, because I like to get information from both sides come up with my own opinion i um,
1: thought you were gonna say like actual news and i was like well they do you don't get that on fox <laughs> no, That's absolutely not <laughs> <not>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and then i wanted to jab my pen in my ear and i was just like you know what you listen and then you just give me the cliff notes version so. yeah, i didn't
1: i didn't say that i liked what they were talking about i just need to know what they're talking about right <laughs> like i didn't say that laura ingram and i are going to be best friends <laughs> I or like, but I'm not, I, I would get a drink with Judge Janine Shapiro though, because that would just be interesting. Uh, and then I'd have to get her an Uber home. I mean, when it came down, down to George DUIs Bush, I was the
2: same thing. I was like, I don't agree with anything, but I would sit down and have a drink with him. Yeah, <laughs> he just I, seemed like a fun guy.
1: Well, he's—I he's, just like he's a recovering bloopers. alcoholic, so he probably wouldn't get a drink with you, but he would. Oh, be so here. bad
2: joke. Yeah, yeah, I'll bad.
1: take that back. That's okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and there's my foot, in my mother. <laughs>
1: Hey, that happens. Just That should probably just pay, be on our show, not on Patty's show. Because be...
2: Patty's like, and Megan, never
1: again. <laughs> okay, so to your point, though, um, and anybody wants to join the conversation here on Driving Home to Patty Vasquez, 773 763 9278. But they, uh, wasn't there, oh, oh my goodness, what was that like the, the, the beer summit that happened when Obama first won? Um, and there was that issue where. It was a uh, a college professor who uh, uh, it, it somebody called the police saying that, that it was a home invasion and it was this person's actual home that, that this person, this college professor was in and the police came and did not believe that. And so they were, so like person got arrested. She's like, I, or I think it was a he, this individual <laughs> was like, I was in, I'm in my own home. Like what is going on right now? And uh, it, it was this huge thing. It blew up and, and, uh, b- b- Obama had them at the White House for a beer, and everyone's like, oh, there's a president having a beer with people. He's like, no, he's actually just having, he's like, let's talk it out, people. Like, let's talk I was like, out.
2: wait, I've had cops in my house for having a beer, and nobody ever invited me to the White House.
1: <laughs> I mean, all right. Well, Joe Biden, if you're listening, and if you can remember this, then maybe.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, that was brutal last night. I was, I was watching... Um first off i liked because i recently talked about how i think democrats are being more subtle i don't think they have like a lot of like fire when they like come out with things yeah. and biden i think when he was talking last night and maybe it just had to do with the personal question of asking if he you know remembered the date of the passing of like his son mm-hmm. but to see like his fiery side come out i was like it, it's it, it you fired up as like a, a voter. Um, but then I like look at, you know, the headlines today and it's all just like angry Biden and is still talking about his memory and things like this. But it's like I just he or Democrats could just never catch a break. Right. And then you have Trump on like the other end that is like breaking laws, doing all of these things. He's been indicted. He's been impeached twice. I mean, even looking at like for his potential running mate, you have Elise Stefanik. I mean, she has come out and said that she would have never have certified the 2020 election. So now you have a potential if she was to be in there, is that something like, um, that we would worry about in the future. You have Trump, the same thing that he wants to be a dictator, like on the first day, um, in office, if he is reelected. And it's like, the same. You don't see the headlines attacking Trump. You don't see the the headlines using like certain words. I got. I guess it's like the play on words. Words.
1: words air quotes. I'm gonna like get all day. <laughs> yeah.
2: Right?
1: Um.
2: But I just feel like Biden takes a big hit on everything.
1: Yeah. Well, I think that. Um. Uh. It, you said Democrats can never catch a break. I think mm-hmm. that Democrats need to um learn how to pounce. Yes. Right. Like that's just the way. Like we can we could scroll through we did uh, on last sunday's show i think it was we we scrolled through all of the things that joe biden has gotten done you And know? it's a
2: long list right mm-hmm.
1: um and so uh, the the fact that he 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 couldn't couldn't recall how some of these confidential or classified documents got into his garage mm-hmm. and it's like listen have you ever been uh well we can scroll back down to when trump was president and um what was his name the little um, Keebler elf uh, Jeff Sessions.
2: I was like um, which one because they all are
1: yeah it was and but his an entire his entire Senate hearing for the Attorney General was that uh, I do not recall mm-hmm. I can't recall yeah do not recall and it was like oh a really old white guy just can't recall anything about his career but yeah by I mean let's let's be the Attorney General
2: right <laughs> but I mean anybody that has any sorts of intelligence you know that when you are going into a deposition yeah, you're not supposed to lie about anything, but if you can't think of like maybe the time of day that it happened or whatever, you are advised by your attorney to say, "I don't recall at this yeah, time." Right. Like that's because then you a, don't
1: you don't perjure, perjure yourself.
2: yourself. Right. <laughs> that's right. So I don't think Biden's in there and just like I don't recall because he has no recollection
1: of right. it. He's just not going to perjure himself. Well, and also the man's been a senator for what like four decades. Yeah. So, and it's, I guarantee you he wasn't the one moving boxes into, into oh, a garage. Absolutely right. Absolutely not. So it was probably, his like, age. I don't know, Got I, yeah. Okay, whatever.
2: But I think the key thing is it has happened with multiple presidents. And when reached out and they say, hey, you have these documents, we need them back, they're turned over. Trump didn't do that. I was
1: going to say. Um,
2: Trump didn't cooperate.
1: Trump didn't so, do that. Like, so this uh, this is uh, the NBC News article I was reading today. And um, it was like, you know what happened when... Um, Joe Biden realized that he had these documents. He literally called DOJ. He was like, I'm not doing anything. Yeah. You just come and get these out of my house.
2: They and were they in did. A, also, they were in the garage. They, yeah. Most of them were in filing cabinets that were locked or could be locked. Could, could
1: be locked. locked. If you yeah, watched the news conference today, they are like, oh, well, some of them weren't, be, right. weren't locked. But like, they also okay. weren't
2: just in boxes in Mar-a-Lago's bathroom. Next to the way. toilet.
1: Right. Yeah. You know who else did it? Mike Pence. He was like, yeah. come and get these. I don't. I'm good. Like, yeah. you just come and get them. And so Donald Trump, uh, qu- he was quoted, or no, he wrote on Thursday that the her report, which is the, the special pros- or, uh, prosecutor or special counsel who did the investigation into the Biden confidential documents, said that the her report. This is Donald Trump saying this is indicative of a two tiered system of justice and select selective prosecution. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 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 investigation. Uh, literally said that Joe Biden relinquished all of these documents and we reviewed them mm-hmm. and Donald Trump didn't. So there, right. I don't know if there's a two tier. Okay. So then he, so this is Trump. Um, I don't know where he posted this. I've, I haven't been on truth social in a while, so I don't know if this is where he posted. I'm or disappointed not. In you. Um, I was co- cooperative with investigators. Crooked Joe Biden didn't, didn't just the opposite following the usual corrupt Democrat playbook. And then he claimed, despite prosecutors' statements, that he failed to turn. Oh, yeah. Despite prosecutors. I was riding that journey with you. So <laughs> it's, I don't, you know, it, again, words like right, that, exactly. Donald Trump. So this this is a man that Republicans want to have, it too. Yeah. Despite prosecutors' statements, um, that Trump failed to turn over documents. So mm-hmm. it's like, crooked Joe Biden. And I was like, well, you didn't actually turn over the documents. Yeah, he's like, no, fake news. Um, and then
2: you're talking about shredding documents, like all the things. Like, yeah. it, um, I don't
1: know. Yeah, it, it's it's it, it. Again, this is what we were talking about with Jim, like where, uh, um, the snowflakiest people mm-hmm. who are like. I'm being treated unfairly. I don't do really a really good Trump impression, but, um, I was say but it's like I'm being treated unfairly. unfairly. No other person in, in the history of this country has been treated unfairly. It's like, well, nobody's like tried to overthrow the government. Right. Nobody's <laughs> stolen classified documents and probably given them to Putin because you've got dirt. Yeah. Or he's got dirt on you. Um, so it's like, yeah, so yeah, because this has never happened. before. And I don't
2: think there's anything that he is being treated poorly about because he is like one person that I am watching that is like. Right before our eyes every day that is I'm dumbfounded by the laws that he he breaks and the things that like he just skates by in life with no accountability so far. Yeah. And you see anybody else? We we actually talked about this um, with Frangela. We were talking about a two tier system that when it comes to a white male in America, that our justice system takes forever Mm -hmm. to come up with either charges yeah. or a conviction, right? But when it comes to somebody who has a different color of skin mm-hmm. than a white male, it's immediate justice
1: I um, or
2: injustice. Like I remember
1: this. There was a, um, I'm not going to name names, but there, I don't know, there was a CEO of a very large airline um, that uh, essentially did... Uh, it, like a a quid pro quo to like put Mm -hmm. a a, a base in a certain state. (laughs) Like, so, oh, we're just going to have a base here for this airline that, you know, Mm -hmm. makes no sense. But it was because somebody wanted to be able to fly direct from his little town Mm -hmm. in a state that this company would never go to. And uh, where I was working at the time, that was a huge deal. And I was like, so what are we, what are we talking about? Like here, like, because he was, I think he, he resigned, but he got a pretty decent payout. And my one there coworker, so I'm
2: going to let everybody know. Yeah, air quotes.
1: The uh, parachute <laughs> to get out, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but my one coworker who's black, and I was like, so how do I? How am I messaging this like to our em- employees about like mm-hmm. this is happening? Blah blah. blah. I was like, it's going to jail. She goes, oh, honey, white folks don't go to jail. I'm like, oh. Okay, because so if it was me though, I'd be right there. like, Oh, uh,
7: instantly.
2: Okay. Yeah. All right. Well,
1: there you go. Like uh,
2: before you even get a fair trial, it's like yeah. you're already in the public eye, and it's like, oh God, guilty. Yeah. And you you don't get that. And Trump, it's like everybody's just <laughs> like blinders on, and I'm just like, we've we've watched it with our own eyes. Yeah. These aren't things that are just being told to us. We've watched these things with our own eyes. We've read court documents, like fact factual documents. Yeah.
1: Well, he's like, I'm always being perse- persecuted, I'm like, no, dude, you're being prosecuted. <laughs> that's, 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 that's what's happening right now. <laughs> OK, I'm sorry. Ninety one felony accounts, four indictments. Like that's what's happening right now. OK, so, yeah, no, you're being
2: prosecuted. So, so just I like
1: that one. Take your ball and go home or go to Rikers or go whatever anywhere. prison just you're going to be going away. to. Yeah, I know. Um, Paul, let's do a quick break if we can. And we got Roosevelt on hold. We'll take uh, we'll take him up after the after the break.
0: Driving it home with Patty Vasquez, Patty Vasquez. From global conflicts to greenhouse gases, the folks refusing to wear masks says, and politicians getting caught grabbing ass says, she's driving it home with Patty Vasquez.
1: Yeah. Hello, everybody. Sorry, Megan and I are just fighting over a pen that I clearly brought. <laughs> But you can have it because you're my I don't friend. even
2: have paper. I just wanted to play
1: with it. Oh, all right. That's fine. Um, this is what happens when Patty's not in. It's probably the last time we, she asks us to host. Um, so it is Friday. Uh, it, it, I'm reminding everybody it is First Timer Friday here on the Patty Vasquez Show. Um, so if you call in 773-763-9278 um, and you're the first-time caller, um, you get a uh, gift card a $25 gift card from one of Patty's sponsors but also I just got I feel like you know because it's almost lent right I get dispensation from Patty so it's not not the first time calling into the show in general if it's the first time that we've talked to anybody then so there you go oh, so well, like if that. you've called in before and talked to Patty but you haven't talked to Meg or myself then you also qualify so there we go so, so I think that.
2: everybody should call in A well, little <laughs> <Just> <Well, laughs> we, we've us. already
1: talked to <laughs> people that have been calling in um, and and uh, yeah, so we got our, our friend Roosevelt on the line here. Um, how's it going, Roosevelt? Happy Friday.
8: Happy Friday, guys. Thank you for taking my call.
1: Anytime. Oh, absolutely. What's that on is, your mind? Uh,
8: uh Technique, uh, whatever you want to call it, energy, the Republicans, they've been using it for years. You guys made me remember Reagan. I believe he said over 100 to 120 times no, don't recall. Oh yeah, no. they ran contra. So, they didn't use it. Even Trump used it. As a matter of fact, didn't Trump use to plead the fifth when he said that if you plead the fifth, you're a criminal?
2: He did. He did. Yeah. He said it, and then when when he went in there, it was everything. I plead the fifth. Like Yeah. yeah. What I'm getting
8: at is everything that he accuses other people. He's the one that's taking that, that, the law. He's the one that has a bad memory.
1: It's projectionism. That's what it is.
8: Mm-hmm. Exactly right. Yeah. Now, here's the deal. Between now and the election, how much you want to bet that Trump makes more mistakes than Biden? Confusing names, confusing... He, did, he can't even read. I believe he made a mistake. <laughs> he, yeah. But he, what he said about... Um, the one that wants to be his
2: vice president, Stefanik. Yeah, yeah. I'm the most person. Elise Stefanic. Can you pronounce can't even read.
1: He also thought Nikki oh. Haley was in but, charge of security at the Capitol. Yeah, he was like, sick, wasn't even there. Nancy Pelosi wasn't even That's there, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. okay.
3: Okay.
8: okay, this is a station that I, I contribute to every day, and I always bring up Trump know people hate me. I don't care. And I tell them, I tell it on the show. I don't care if you like me to hate me. I'm going to continue because there's nothing important. But they're all about immigration reform. But I got bad news. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. They busted it, I believe, in 2013. Remember the Gang of Eight? Yeah. The Republicans, uh-huh. state Democrats. I believe our, our own big uh, Durbin was a, a part of that. And they put in charge other than our great senator from Florida Marco Rubio mm. okay who didn't bring it up to vote and owner I don't remember exactly. anyway so they busted it too under uh, Bush he wanted immigration reform yeah. his own people busted it so yeah. they down to doing things they don't do anything when it comes down to lying, I would say they don't remember. They don't recall. Right. And all, this, all these knuckleheads, all these knuckleheads, they're so brave, at, like that guy, and, uh, Enrique Tarrio, Cuban-American. I want to point that out because these people left Cuba and came here, and he is acting just like Castro, want to overthrow the government, throw the government. Yeah. So, that one out. And I said it on the air, too, in Spanish. I said he was the only stupid uh, uh, Latino or Hispanic or whatever you want to call it that led those people to do that insurrection, to do that. Yeah. I don't know if you guys seen the press conference of his mother. Who would have thought the guy was a, a, an altar boy?
3: You know? right. no,
2: it's true. <laughs> no, I did see it. Yeah.
8: Uh, and I we well, there was the, the thing you guys don't know is that there was two different press conferences, one in Spanish, one in English.
2: Mm-hmm.
8: And that lady was saying in Spanish and pleading to the mothers that, "Oh, her has son hasn't done anything wrong. That it's a, it's a witch hunt. That that's what she means—a witch for a mm. hunt."
1: We for that. Well, so the
8: technique. The technique, the
1: technique
8: to your point. I believe you, one of you said it. To your point, it's such snowflakes. In, in Spanish, there's, there's a saying, you know, he throws the rock and then he hides. Similar to those movies where they throw the bag of uh, uh, dog do, throw it up against <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess the dog, and then they ring the bell, and then they walk against
1: yeah, the dog. Right. Or if you're in Donald Trump circle, if, if you're suddenly like... Caught doing something bad He's like, oh, I've never met them. I think they got coffee once But I don't know like,
2: Appointed all of these people He has very close is. relationships like, with them He's like, uh, like dude, no. there,
1: there are photos of you next to him I passing photos.
2: one time I don't know him
1: Yeah, no, I Just, they, they got coffee once or twice I was like, that's your son, dude What are you
2: doing? <laughs> <laughs> unless it's Eric Yeah, unless it's Eric He's like, I have no not, idea who I, don't know
1: who, I don't know where that man came from I'm not sure uh, Oh, poor Eric <laughs> no, never Here's,
8: right. Here's one thing I Here's one thing I said I always say I need somebody to support Trump and ask this question. Would you like somebody like your daughter, your sister, to date
2: somebody like Trump? Absolutely not. The,
8: the, the history that he has about you know, women, I firmly believe that he hates women. That's just my assessment.
2: Oh, yeah. Wait, you said you'd be,
1: you would ask Trump that question?
2: No, he said what do you ask, like, no, what, no, no. would you oh, let your daughter date Trump? Oh,
1: God. Oh, God. Oh, yeah." supporter. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah. Well, they'd probably say yes, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. He's a smart, brilliant businessman. So, yeah, who wouldn't want their daughter to date him?
8: And, and to your point, there was a documentary I saw on YouTube from the 80s, and I see a lot of what was happening then is that people were enchanted by him. That's yeah. how he got the effect, And that, that's what helped him uh, get his popularity. Yeah. Um, Art, art, if you want to call it art—art art imitated life and it became life. I mean, the reality about the apprentice. Everybody thought that that's what the way he was, and the apprentice is the way he is. He's not. Yeah. Or near. Huh. Or near. And this this Ripwood, this Rip, gotta be pretty. Stupid. You want to get into it with Taylor Swift? Help me, I think that he's not.
1: Yeah. No, yeah, we' We got kind of a rough connection here. Yeah, I was so, going to say the not...
2: connection is kind of poor. Yeah. We're hearing every other like Just word a now. Yeah. good but... good night to you guys, and
8: yeah. thank you for putting me on here. Absolutely, you for,
1: have a nice weekend. You too. Yeah, we'll talk but, to you Sunday if you want to call in. All right, hey. see you, Roosevelt. Thanks. Uh, I
8: want the moment. Okay.
1: I missed it. I missed it too, but I don't know. Oh. No, that's well. We love Roosevelt. too. I
2: know yeah. the connection was starting to get poor. I was like, looking around like uh, I, can, that I was
1: struggling to. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Bob Smith asked
2: if uh, calling in twice um, on the same show is that okay? Asking for a friend. I said <laughs> absolutely. He's he's our friend. He can call in twice. Yeah, Bob. That's fine. <laughs> Bob, it's allowed. Whatever you want to talk about, you call in, and also, we'll have that discussion.
1: Also, when Patty's here, you can call too. Yeah, she said you never call her. So I mean, <laughs> um, so uh, okay. So we've got some really cool stuff coming up um, this uh, this Sunday. Um, it is a Super Bowl day, but uh, Meg and I. Uh, it's gonna be. It's a pre-recorded, so you won't be able to call in for this exact this segment. But we um, for those who listen to the Stephanie Miller Show or. Um, uh, any part of that the sexy liberal uh, group that she the media group that she yeah, created yeah sexy liberal tour love uh, Megan and I got to interview two phenomenal individuals this week uh, Francis and Angela uh, also called Frangela mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was a really really awesome conversation and uh, that we're going to air that uh, uh, part of it on our show on the Palatini on Sunday um, so again you're not going to be able to call in for that but we're going to open it for a, a couple of callers in the beginning of the show and then we'll close it out Um but tune in Sunday, 8 a.m., uh, With uh, you're going to hear our conversation with Frangela. We covered all of the topics, mm-hmm. and it was really good.
2: It was it was an amazing discussion. Yeah, Like I said, I loved them before, but then personally being able to speak to them and get in their perspective, I'm a huge fan. So I'm very happy that we'll be airing that on Sunday. I'm sad that I will not be here on Sunday. Oh, yeah.
3: It's just
1: going to be me.
2: Well, <laughs> so Dan will have the sorry, other half.
1: Sorry in advance, everybody. It's just going to be me. Um <laughs> We'll suffer through it together. Don't worry. Um, uh, and then uh, coming up on the 18th of this month, which is my birthday.
2: How old are you going to be? I don't know. I you just, never ask a I haven't decided. Age.
1: Yeah, right? Come on. I
2: was waiting for that.
1: He fooled me into thinking he was 24 for like half a year. See? So. <laughs> Thank so you. It works. It's 25th birthday. It
2: there we go. We're going to right, 25. I'll, I'll
1: turn 25 this year. <laughs> Whatever. Thanks, Paul. Um... Peer pressure—it's not great. Um,
2: Finally, you're 25. Finally,
1: I'm 25. I think now I start saving money on my auto insurance too, so that's good. That's good. Um,
2: When do you get kicked off your mom's insurance? Oh, that's 20, 20
1: 26? It's 25. So I might just be 24 for a no, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. Wait to not do your research, Paul, before you called me out. Um, so, But anywho, on the 18th of this uh, this month, it's a Sunday. Uh, our uh, The Palatini Drag Show Brunch is back because, thankfully, t- uh, this Sunday is the uh, Super Bowl. So now football is no longer a thing. So now we can have Sunday brunch again. We
2: get to have the brunches. We're so I, excited. They
1: always say the gays are never persecuted. But football season just ruins we were our,
2: we were during our that Sunday time.
1: brunch plans.
2: <laughs> we had um, to drink on Friday nights instead of
1: brunch Sundays. Yeah, <laughs> well Friday Saturday Sunday. Um, but so it's at our normal location, Gracie O'Malley's uh, at Six Corners. It is uh, that's forty fifty eight North Milwaukee. Um, it's the Six Corners. Like here, so make sure you have the address four four zero five eight yep. North Milwaukee because there's another one in Wicker Park that tries to claim Six Corners status, but yeah, this is the Portage you
2: know, this, Park. This location. is the real.
1: This is the real one. This is the real one. We like. <laughs> um, it is uh, Sa- our Sunday, February eighteenth, uh, from twelve p.m. to three. Uh, we have some really awesome drag queens that are going to be gracing us with their presence and singing all the songs. Uh, I think it's going to be kind of an 80s theme. And I'm it is family it. friendly. So there mm-hmm. might be a couple of one or two Disney songs thrown in there, too. Well, i am so, definitely here for this. Yeah. So it's it's $10 if you just want to come in and get one or two drinks and, and a meal or whatever. Um, or there's a $35 drink package, all you can drink, mimosas. Okay. <laughs> Um, beer, house wine, stuff like that. And then you can also order a la carte off the off the menu for that. But it's really fun. They have fun. an
2: amazing menu. Yeah. We hang out there
1: a lot. <laughs> we're going there after the show.
2: <laughs> we love Gracie's.
1: <laughs> we are, actually, because we're going to recap some details. So, so we'll be there. Um, but that is uh, February 18th, uh, Sunday from 12 to 3. Um, come on out. Uh, you can go to their Facebook page, Gracie O'Malley's uh, Six Corners. Mm-hmm. Um, we also shared it on our Facebook page page of Palatini. um and uh if you want to friend us on facebook it's also on my facebook page too so
2: i like new friends
1: i like new friends too so find us I yeah find start. us on facebook dan Schaefer and then megan kelly the real the real megan kelly. kelly yeah <laughs> um, so uh yeah so we'd love to see everybody out there uh you can get all the details uh on those facebook posts um as well and uh, it'd be really fun to see people out there it's a really good time this is our fourth fifth one doing it Fifth, I think. Fifth one, yeah. yeah. So so we did a
2: brunch, and then we did a few Friday few evenings, evenings. And, and, yeah. oh,
1: and it's really back back fun. Brunch. It's a really, really good time. Um,
2: it is. It's a good sense of community, and then me, we even hang out after.
1: The first, you know, because we, we, we talk about this all the time. When we were uh, Just over the break, there was a, a, news, uh, uh, a news spot a yeah. about uh, Kansas, and apparently uh, there's some issues in the transgender realm there. But everybody, mm-hmm. you know, thinks that— uh, like the scariest thing in America right now is drag queens trying to like read books to children or something at a library right
3: mm-hmm.
1: when in reality I always do I always say this. I think I've said it on Patty Show before, so it's okay. I feel more at risk being in a bathroom with a Republican or a priest than I do a drag queen. So
2: yes. <laughs> like that. Drag I, queens are just we'll to go to the bathroom. Like
1: that's um, um, and that's like based on like historical facts of Republicans. Like
2: <laughs> statistics. <So that's
1: laughs> yeah, right. Um, but no, the first one we did, uh, my, my friend Aaron, who we were in the fraternity together in college, and... Um, he was phenomenal, and he it was great, and so and that was the first one we ever did. Mm-hmm. So there were folks that were there like at brunch that didn't exactly know what was going on, mm-hmm. and I remember having this this like one uh, this one father comes up and like taps me on the shoulder, and he's like, "What's going on here?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, "It's drag, drag brunch." Because we were scared. We were nervous that, like, people were not going to be su- Well,
2: first they were at the door, and I remember I opened up the door, and they were going to come in. They wanted to have lunch. They thought it was a big, like, football event or, you know, something, because, yeah. you know, it's a football bar. And um, I remember the kids being there, and I didn't want to cross a line because I don't know. I mean— I don't know how people raise their kids and I don't know right. like what terms they use and like all that that's on them. And I remember I like whispered off to the side just to the parents, I said, It is a, a drag event. I said, You're more than welcome to come in. Right. But you know, I under I understand whatever. That's your personal mm-hmm. opinion. Um, and the the dad I remember kept asking, he said, What? And then, like I whispered a little bit louder, and then he—you're he,
3: like drag show.
2: Yeah, he whispered a little bit louder, and I was like, "It is a drag show going on that we're hosting. You're more than welcome to come in, or you could go on the other side and you could order. It's a great location. Yeah. you know, you know, whatever." And they they came in, and they had three you know little girls. Mm-hmm. They came in and. They, i just remember the little girls came over and they were dancing to frozen
1: well they asked they asked if they could the, the, the dad asked so once i realized that the, the dad was not like right really like hit me in the face for having like a drag show at right. the bar um he goes can my can my girls get a picture with mm-hmm. her i was like uh Heck yes. Absolutely. I was like, I'll do you one more. What's their, like, favorite Disney movie? And, like, uh-huh. Frozen. And so then Aaron comes out and it sings Frozen to them. Yeah. And they're, they're just, like, sitting there, like, just staring, like...
2: <gasps> and then their family, along with other people that were, you know, present, were giving the kids money to, you know, give to the performers. And it was just... I, that was one... I actually shed some tears, even when we talked about it after, because it was, like an amazing sense of community and just acceptance and you see so much hate and all of these other stories everywhere else that it was just nice to not be the ones experiencing that. It was, it was nice.
1: So it's a really good group. Uh, and everybody has a lot of fun. Even some of the the bartenders and the staff are like, just let me know when it is. So I know that I'm working that day. (laughs) (laughs)
2: It's
1: it's a really, it's a really good group. And so all of our WCP2 listeners are good. Mm -hmm. Um, we're going to take a quick break here. And then we've got Dave from Hoffman Estates, um, Uh, on
3: hold and we'll chat with you all here driving home with Patty Vasquez
0: You're listening to Driving It Home with Patty Vasquez. There's
7: so much that goes on behind closed
1: doors on WCPT eight twenty. And hello, happy Friday, everybody! This is Driving It Home with Patty Vasquez. Patty is uh, hanging out with her mom on uh, her mom's birthday. Um, so happy birthday, Patty's mom! Happy um, birthday! So you've, you're stuck with Dan and Meg, and but we're happy to be here with Paul and everybody here at WCPT. Um, we've got Dave on the line from Hoffman Estates. Happy Friday, Dave.
4: Happy Friday. Sorry, I didn't, uh, mean to do two calls a day, you know, but, uh, that's
1: fine.
2: You are allowed to do that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Only certain people are allowed um, to do that.
4: Years ago when the original, uh, the late, great Teresa Barrett laid the lot on that time, you know, one per show, but anyway, but she was great, um, earlier you were talking about like with the beer summit yeah that mm-hmm. was dr henry lewis Gates. oh
1: yes okay uh, see i knew i was going to screw all of that up because i didn't I, I just you know i i didn't might say it to have been a professor
4: either. back then but uh why but do that, i not that remember was, that this
1: part, i don't know and i
4: found out you know, a couple of years later and that I often wondered what happened to that police sergeant later on after, after the summit defeat.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It
4: seemed like he was in a lose-lose situation that time, but Right, was,
1: right. And, but but it's, and, but it's uh, also like, you know, Obama was like, all right, let's talk it out, y'all. Like, let's do let's, which I feel like we need to talk things out more.
4: And, um, and the other one, um, you guys were chatting with Roosevelt, like with the, I don't remember and I don't recall, you, you know, know, the Republicans, uh, if you remember, during the January sixth, when Cassidy Hutchinson said that that then lawyer that Trump had supplied at
2: first,
4: and mm-hmm. just said, "I don't recall, I don't remember hmm. that one that she she fired or whatever."
2: Yeah, yeah, because she was willing, because she did recall, she did have yeah. documentation of facts, and she was one person who was willing to come forward and tell the truth. And she actually just Brave came lady. out absolutely. Yeah. I was like, yeah, "Protect her uh, at all costs." Mm-hmm. Yeah, she
4: she could smell a rat, literally, literally there, and, uh, mm-hmm. and and he had told for just say I don't recall I don't you know right.
1: that kind of
4: yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Listen, well, let me get off. I don't want to per- poach no time from something like you're yet, fine. So you're good.
1: Just... Oh, you're all right. You're good. Thanks for calling in, Dave. <laughs> yes, we'll, thank and, again, you. We'll yeah, Again, we'll talk to you. So on, we'll, we'll talk yeah, to
4: you on yeah, Sunday. Sunday. Okay. All right. Sounds all good. Right, Bye. Bye. Have a good have one.
1: Um, were you looking it up or no? The beer summit? Or like,
2: yeah. yeah. I, it doesn't like really ring a bell. Okay. Um, but no, circling back when we were talking about um, Biden and just like Trump, and it's not to beat a dead horse, but it is like a topic that we have all the time and it is important, but how they say that, you know, even last night when uh, Biden came out and he was feisty and he was talking, he ended up getting the, uh, he misidentified the Egyptian president as the president of Mexico. Yeah. Um, so that was a big topic today, um, especially like on Fox News and everything. They were talking about that. And it was not funny. Right. But when you, t- when you take a document or when you go back and you watch a video of Trump speaking, I, we had this, this conversation. I actually read a, a whole portion, and it was like about three paragraphs. There was not one coherent sentence There was not one person that was identified correctly. They were all just, it was just mumbling. And we Mm -hmm. always say this, it was like a word salad. Yeah. And... Everybody goes after after Biden for having, you know, a slip up here and there. We all have it. Yeah. I mean, I have it a million times on the, on the show. We get names wrong. You know, thing, you, things
1: happen oh, when God you speak. People fact check us all the time and we appreciate oh, it. Oh,
2: God. Yeah, absolutely. And Biden is not one of those people that if he is fact checked, that is like, oh, and stands behind like his mistake. He'll yeah. say, oh, I was wrong. I made this mistake and goes goes on from there. Trump, on the other hand, makes all of these mis- mistakes mm-hmm. and then still stands behind it but at the same time you literally hear the crowd that is they're trying you know s- to support him right that are just there like clapping and cheering him on and he's not making one factual or one coherent sentence right. yeah so I well, kind of found that to be like a, a double standard l- listening to because I did have a little bit of Fox News on um, look at you I know but it was like for two seconds I was oh. switching over oh. to MSNBC after the view
1: quitter <laughs> Um, <laughs> but no, I, uh, well, I wanted to do one quick thing here. So Bridget, apparently, Bridget and I, who's listening, um, we share the same birthday. So Bridget, come over to Gracie O'Malley's. We'll have a birthday drink together. It'll Ooh, it would yeah. be a
2: very nice birthday day. Yeah,
1: and Uncle Bill's is on the 21st. So Uncle Bill, just Uncle come Bill on and we can and celebrate on the 18th.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, Uncle Bill watching uh, from Arizona. But we have uh, Aunt Mitzi as well.
1: Yeah, and Aunt Mitzi. Yeah, all of the people. And my mother. Um, Hi, Mom. <laughs> hey, Mom. Um, so... uh but so that that the uh the press conference yesterday last night with biden mm-hmm. um peter Doocy or d bag peter douchebag that i like to call him, <laughs> from Fox <laughs> News uh may asked the question about his uh he um he used the three words from the uh the report that was fine you know like, yeah the special
2: counsel like report. elderly
1: you know mm-hmm. that whatever and it, it, like a bad memory or like a
2: um, he's an elderly with a bad an elderly man with a bad memory
1: yeah and uh uh, or good natured, or something, or good intentions, or something, and yeah. then I was like, "Oh, cool!" And then all of a sudden, no. So you know, that, it's
2: bad when somebody tries to compliment you and then throw two digs at you after.
1: Right. Yeah. Like, take the compliment. But back. like Biden was like right there. I was well. Obviously, I have a bad memory. I keep letting you talk at these things, and I was like, "Oh, that was that was good, dude. That yeah. was really good." Because
2: he is sharp. <laughs> yeah. And there was there was there was a a few things. Yeah, it was a well-meaning elderly a well-meaning. man with a poor a poor memory. Poor
1: memory. Okay. Um. Yeah.
2: But yeah, there was a few times when. Uh, He even fired back at the the other journalist. And he's like, I've been president. I put this country back on its feet. I don't need this recommendation. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, he, I mean, he's sharp. He made, he made an error, uh, confused some names, but I don't think we should hold him to the fire over
1: that. No. Also, the man, I mean, so the man is old, right? He's 80, 81. Yeah. Um, Still probably sharper than me, you Mm -hmm. know, and like, also he's running the, 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 like, the United States of America. Yeah. Right? Like, that's a thing. So, you know what? If in in certain cases he, you know, confuses certain individuals of of different countries, like, okay, do you know how many, like, leaders he talks to on a daily basis? Like, I, I wouldn't be able to, I mean, I sometimes I don't remember your name, so, I mean, it's <laughs> a whole, you know, <laughs> I've known you for... Since kindergarten what am I, Paul, still 25 like, yeah, yeah, I was years? Yeah, I've known you for almost I was twenty five years. Off of your age again. Um, <laughs> so so you know what he's allowed. Also he has a he has a noted stammer. So like yeah. while giving a speech, if he does like you know, s- trip up on some words, it's like, okay, cool. Are we going to nuclear war right now? No. I'm good with that then. I that's was gonna say
2: that's the thing. I don't care if he confuses someone's name. I don't care. Not that I don't care that he has a stammer, but those aren't things that I'm going to concentrate on, on every day. What I care about is he's not out there starting a war and that he actually cares about the people that he's representing and yeah. trying to get things done. Right. Like <laughs> Republicans, on the other hand, they're not passing any legislation; They're not doing anything. Well, I said it's one of the worst ones since the Great Depression. Like they no bills. nothing. Yeah.
1: Right. They don't care. It's a do nothing Congress. Yeah. Um, OK, we're going to take a quick break here. Um, And, uh, God, we got a bunch of return callers now. Jim from Chicago is back on the line. Let's do it. All right. uh, We'll be right back here driving home with Patty Vasquez.
8: Hi, this is Kirk Bankstead from the Minocqua Brewing Company, and I sell Choice Hard Seltzer, an all-natural grapefruit-flavored booze that you can enjoy for only 100 calories a can. Percentage of the proceeds of every can of Choice Hard Seltzer you buy goes to reproductive rights organizations in the Chicagoland area. Enjoy a light, refreshing hard seltzer this summer and support reproductive freedom at the same time.
7: Buy yours at Beer on the Wall, Arlington Heights, Woodman's in Bloomingdale, Kenwood Liquors in Homer Glen, and more to come. Must be 21? Please drink responsibly.
0: You're listening to Driving It Home with Patty Vasquez on WCPT 820.
1: And hello, hello, everybody! Happy Friday. Um, it is driving home with Patty Vasquez. Patty's got the, uh, taking the evening off to hang out with her mom. So you got Dan and Meg. and Jim, was just calling in, and he and Paul were chatting about the start of the uh, the Super Bowl when the kickoff was. And so I think they said it was it's five thirty our time. Yes. I want so. to just make sure everybody knows that uh, the halftime show starts at six forty five our time, and that's when I'll be tuning in. <laughs> it's
2: definitely not going to be six forty five.
1: <laughs> so just so, you know, yeah, yeah, but you the weird thing is that this is a sure best for the
6: Republicans because they think the game is fixed they think that the
1: uh,
6: the, the singer fixed the game anyway anyway you, you're your facts goes. Not sure. Am Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson. I call him boy, little boy Flatleroy. Mm-hmm. I've only seen him a couple of times. i never. I used to go to the track all the time, and the guys would put on. If they put on, somebody put on Fox News. I'd run and turn it off. What are you doing? I said, Never mind. I said, Well, you'll have to have fifty cuts with me because I'm not going to watch uh, over your shoulder. I'm not going to watch Fox News. That's for sure. And. Uh, I've never watched it in my life. But the point is, uh, he was a star on that show. Uh And he takes the most criminally insane individual in the 21st century in for a two-hour interview. Mm -hmm. Now, what could they possibly talk about? I just saw an image of it on TV a moment ago. He's got a cup of coffee out like he's with his grandma. You know, Mm -hmm. there's a man who's kidnapped 100,000 Ukrainian children, caused... uh, Death and destruction on the highest plane, and since just World War Two, mm-hmm. he's got Europe, NATO. I mean, this is so critical. And this vote in the Senate, is so critical to get to the uh, fifty billion, what it is, to uh, Ukraine. And remember, that's only one percent of our of our national uh, defense budget. So right. it's not a huge sacrifice on our part. And what it's doing is, can you imagine this? First of all, uh, Putin didn't, at the beginning of the war, he threatened nuclear war. How many people on this earth have threatened nuclear war? He's the only insane person that mentioned that. Right. And then if we did have to fight, let's say, for instance, if if, uh, he did win out in uh, Ukraine, which I hope to get, he doesn't. But we might have an actual boots on the ground fight with the Russians. Right. Mm -hmm. They move in Albania or somewhere else. Can you imagine that? And these Republicans are playing with fire. And Trump has given them the orders. You know that Trump was up to his eyeballs with Russian. Manafort was a Russian stooge for 15 years, a Russian stooge. Mm -hmm. And he was his campaign manager. And they sat in that Trump Tower and and invited Russians in around the clock looking for dirt on uh, Hillary Clinton.
1: And they also did... So we know that uh, he's... A,
6: he's a, he, anyway,
1: go ahead. No, so no, they, they had meetings. Yeah, they had meetings with the Russians without an interpreter like in the room in the White House. Like so there were like or like no normally you have staffers that can like I don't know take notes and be like, Oh, this is what we all talked about. Oh, and you're like, exactly, no, we're good.
6: exactly, exactly. We have an intelligence agency here in America. We have to rely on it. Right. Well did he have yet when he went in to see Putin in, in Russia, they, there's no record of that of that meeting. They went out for about an hour and a half. What were they talking about? Tower, he's selling it he, he, all he wanted to do was was get a, a Trump tower in Moscow and that's yeah. all he oh, was to right. in. At all cost, right? But uh, I mean, this person is so dangerous. I mean, talk about it, it's a couple of dangerous people. But their, but they're, but their misinformation is Tucker Carlson has lived on misinformation. Now, how he gets yeah. away with that, I have no idea. I have an aunt who, for some reason, was Democrat all of her life, she suddenly fell in love with Tucker Carlson. That's yeah. so weird. One of my 98-year-old aunts is her sister. She goes, Jimmy, do you believe that she's looking at Tucker Carlson? I know I can't believe it. But for some reason, it he, has, he has some kind of a disinformation uh, channel into a human's brain. She's I don't right. know what the
1: deal is. Well, it, he didn't. He, this uh, isn't his first dictator that he's been following. He, like Viktor Orban from uh, Hungary, he he was he was lauding him for for being a strong leader in Hungary. Was, yeah. You know, it's a dictator, dude. That's I just it. find
2: it absolutely disgusting that you have a so-called journalist, if you want to call not him a journalist, him that. yeah, um, from America, who's going to go to Russia and sit down with Putin and have a two-hour conversation and not challenge him not one bit on anything that has to do with like the war in Ukraine nothing didn't challenge him it was like that he was exactly Megan yeah it was like that he was brought in to just give him a voice to say whatever he wanted and to show almost in a way that Putin has more strength because I think people started to question that and I think that he went in there to help him not to challenge him or to get any facts out and I think it's utterly disgusting honestly in my opinion Yes.
6: One of the gist, one of the gist of Putin's rap was, uh, well, why don't they sit down with us and play patty cake with us, and then we'll give them terms to tell agree with. And this is what he's telling Carlson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that'd be like uh, that'd be like. Uh, I mean, I, don't, I hate they bring up the name, but it'd be like Adolf Hitler saying uh, to the Polish uh, government, "Well, don't we just sit with us and the." Uh, you know, we won't put too many of you in prison and we won't shoot too many of you. Right. Just play ball with me because yeah. I'm a genius. I'm yeah. an absolute genius. Right. Yeah. But my point is, these people, and Trump too, Trump refuses to, first of all, these courts, why don't they ask him, what do we do with a politician who, who refuses to concede? Yeah. When he loses an election, we can't live in America. This is America. Yeah. We have a turnover every four years, every two years in the House, and every eight years in the Senate. If, if every politician claimed that they won the election and they weren't gonna leave, were going to leave, we'd have to have a S.W.A.T. team, yeah, right. yeah. S.W.A.T. to remove these people
1: Ooh, from which, their offices. Do you Jim, know what I mean? I would, I would love By to way. have seen a S.W.A.T. team pulling Trump out of the White House. That would have been amazing. <laughs>
6: so oh, I would have, I would have volunteered across the guard across the street <laughs> from Lafayette <Louisiana> Park.
1: safety <laughs> first. <laughs> I'm sure safe got a
6: good cigar and smoking as they were as they were dragging a basket. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you guys, you, you guys have a great week, Thanks, great right. great thanks for, you. for calling back. You guys, bye
1: When Jim calls.
2: Oh, my God. I love that. He would have volunteered his
1: crap. see Jim with his stop sign to be like, nope, come on. Just
2: traffic going back and forth, just running into each other because he's <laughs> just watching it. I'm with you, Jim.
1: <laughs> uh, we are totally I on board with that. I had a front row seat to that. Oh, man. But that's, but that's true, though. It's like, uh, it's, uh, like, the uh, uh, words, um, words you know, hard. I don't know. I don't know if, like, well, he, he brought up, like, Adolf Hitler and, you know, uh, You know, like when they when the Nazis invaded Poland, right, and Poland still thought that um, we were doing like World War One type warfare, Mm -hmm. you know, so they were digging trenches and they were doing and then all of a sudden, you know, Hitler comes in with tanks and all this stuff and the Polish. They're still on horseback. And that was and they're like, oh, crap. (laughs) But. He, he still went. I know. <laughs> um, I,
2: like, I like your facial expression when you said that we're on, they're still on horseback. Well, true. Like,
1: oh. That's true. It was, it was very, they were <laughs> no, not prepared know, for this. Yeah. And uh, well, Jim brought up a good point about like, if we're not super careful about this, we could be in a uh, uh, boots on the ground type of engagement with, with Russia. And mm-hmm. I've, I've always, every history class that I always took, said that uh, Russia and the United States make it a, a very good point never to go directly into war with each other right. because they they, we each know that we will stop at nothing yeah. to win. You know.
2: Yeah. There's no. There's no. Like, I do not think there would be peace talks whatsoever. Right. It's going to be one of us would end up ending the world. Right. Like,
1: yeah. And like when we, it. when we started, when when the uh, allied troops started advancing into places mm-hmm. like Russia and Germany, you know, Russia was literally salting the fields, so like mm-hmm. nobody could eat or do anything. You know. So that, that's, right. that's you know, and then. Two nuclear powers, right? Mm-hmm. And so you kind of need at least one person at the head who is uh, not psycho. Calm, cool, collected. With the codes, right? Yeah. Um, but then,
2: in my opinion, if you have Trump up in there, and there's not going to be any war because well, I think he's.
1: Well, well, yeah, no, because he, yeah. we we eventually just become Russia at that point. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, so like, we're so we're gonna we're gonna start a new thing here, y'all. It's gonna be really fun. Oh, it's right. gonna be like that movie. What was that movie? Red Dawn. Oh, where like yeah, the Russians that, are just right? parachuting into I think yeah. it was Colorado or Denver at that point. You know,
2: people like see the the movies. The same thing with *Handsmaid's Tale*. Uh-huh. You know, people watch these shows and it's like, oh, this is so far fetched. Right. It is not far-fetched. We're actually living in these things. It's not, they're not conspiracy theories. It's not far-fetched. You're, you're watching. You're watching it happen slowly, day by day, and it's like we're the only ones right. by going out and voting that could could stop these things.
1: Yeah. Um, our good friend Bob Smith commenting. Um, it was a history lesson that he learned from Tucker Carlson. Um, I haven't verified this, so I don't know. What, Poland and Germany used to be part of the USSR back in the 1800s. And Putin is trying to set that up to grab them back Well there's a reason they're not part of the USSR right now So they were like nope We're out of here dude not a thing and uh, Ukraine's the USSR trying to do something. wasn't even part of the USSR yeah. in the 1800s. Okay. thanks for the fact check, all right? Okay, so there it goes, all right.
2: <laughs> I, I was sitting here, and I just started to look, and I was like, I'm going to have to do some fact checking. Well, that's just why I, I said sure. I didn't
1: fact check it, I was just reading it. You yeah, right. want to make sure that we're interacting with people, Yeah. You
2: know? We And we do, we uh, we say that all the time. Um, and for those that do listen, know that Bob Smith, like, we do not agree on... Well, we always say 90% of the things, but I think it's 99.9% of the
3: things. Yeah, that's probably true.
2: Um, But but, he's very nice when he calls in. Absolutely. So, but we do always say we like to have the conversation. We don't want to just have people that call in or, you know, comment on social media and go back and forth with if we all have the exact same opinion on things and. we, we like the debate. We like I love talking
1: that. Unlike to people who you, don't agree with me.
2: Unlike you, you calling into conservatives, conservative stations, and now you're blacklisted.
1: I am blacklisted from 560, from Sean, what's Sean something, I forget his name. He's, not, he's inconsequential.
2: <laughs> you're on the do not call.
1: He calls, he calls me, he's like, oh, Dan, that socialist is back out. I'm like, right, okay, <laughs> just wanted to have a conversation, dude. <laughs>
2: and I think that goes to show, like when you're open and you... You know follow facts <laughs> yeah. again, you could have that conversation with somebody and you could learn things, but when you are spewing lies and you are again the whole misinformation campaign that we have talked about, um, those are the people that don 't want to hear you on there right because then you 'll have maybe one or two or well, a couple of listeners that are like, "Oh, when I try to call into these
1: shows so because it 's when they 're talking about things like like Democrats always say that Republicans are the, the war party. And it's mm-hmm. like, how many wars were we in when Donald Trump was president? And now we're in two brand new wars under Joe Biden. And I was like, actually, a- <laughs> yeah, right. it's not really a war between we're not with what's point. We're not with yet uh, with war with Russia or at war. Uh, Russia invaded Ukraine and NATO right is rallying around it because mm-hmm. to jim's point uh are they going to stop at poland are they going to mm-hmm. stop at little bit like what like that's not you know yeah. um and also we're not at war in, in, in with israel and and the, the um, oh my god i can't think of the name Gaza of the, strip? Terror, the yeah well, the terrorist group hamas. hamas yeah um, so that's, we're not a war. We're, we're supporting because there are allies. Mm-hmm. And also a lot of other countries are supporting it as well. So no, we're not in two new wars because Joe Biden was president. Yeah, we
2: didn't we didn't start. Those. We had
1: a disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan because mm-hmm. Donald Trump coordinated that that agreement. And Joe Biden was like, well, I got it. This is what I was handed with. So we're we're going to do our best for it, you know, but that was Biden's fault too. Even that was the agreement that Donald Trump,
2: everything is Biden's fault. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah.
2: And that was the thing, even with the special counsel, like when he was, when he had to sit down and talk to them, that was the day the two days after, um, everything happened with like Israel. And it was like, yeah, I think his mind and he still agreed with like a war going on. He still agreed to sit down because he had nothing to hide. So I think it goes to show a lot
1: to Biden's character. He can juke gum and walk at the same time. And so you know what, (laughs) if he if he misses a a (laughs) war, I'm still fine with that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay, it's a cool thing. Yeah. Um, Let's take a quick break here right before we close out uh, the rest of the Patty Vasquez show driving home with Patty Vasquez. We'll see you guys in a minute.
0: You're listening to Driving It Home with Patty Vasquez on WCPT 820.
1: Happy Friday, everybody. This is Driving Home with Patty Vasquez, uh, but you get uh, Dan and Meg and Paul here, too. He's been thankfully <laughs> chiming in and fact-checking us. Yeah, right. Um, so, so, Bob re, uh, re added another comment that said it was apparently, allegedly, Putin that said that uh, Poland and Germany were part of the USSR in the 1800s, which... Well,
2: like, now that makes sense that Putin USSR that. didn't exist
1: <laughs> in the 1800s. Uh, thank you, Paul. But then um, we were chatting, because it's all falling off the rails at this point now, because it's the last 10 minutes of the show um but i was i was telling the the folks here about like uh during the olympics when it was in london and uh you know the opening whatever
2: ceremony ceremony for you
1: yeah. and so all the countries like parade around you know and somebody like put a picture of the queen up and it, she just looks really like angry and not impressed and i then, wish you
2: could see dan do the facial expression
1: <laughs> it, <laughs> um for <laughs> watching on facebook i just did it uh and it, somebody put a, a, like a caption underneath it and goes, look at all these countries I used to own. <laughs> <laughs> okay, So you know what? The world evolved, and sometimes countries would be like, you know what? I don't want to be a part of a monarchy anymore or a racist dictatorship of You're Russia. Right. You know, I'm, I'm in, we're, we're going to do our own thing.
2: And I like how everybody else is evolving, and then words are like... Potentially going back to Trump, and it's like he wants to be a dictator, and <laughs> we have people in America that are like, mm, I'm done with that for a day.
1: There are people what? in in red states that are okay with fashion, yeah. like uh, Kentucky and Alabama yeah. and Mississippi. And they're like, yeah, we could we can we can just restrict wom- women's rights. We can just make sure that uh, in Kansas, transgender uh, kids now have to be outed by their school to their parents. Yeah, even could if- you
2: imagine if you cared about anybody. You would know, like, the struggle that goes in with, like, I mean, even us, like, being a member of the LGBTQIA plus community, mm-hmm. um, it is very hard to come out to your family, come mm-hmm. out to your friends, and you have to make sure that you have a very strong support system, Um A lot of people are kicked out of their homes. They lose family. They lose friends, and a lot resort to suicide, Mm -hmm. and that's a struggle um, or drugs and alcohol, like all all of these things, and that's uh, a real reality. And now you have a state that's making it a law for teenagers or kids in school to be outed to their families, and 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 that's only if they just suspect it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it it doesn't even have to be like a proven thing, and to be outed before you're even ready to you know,
1: go through, be kicked out of your home. Be, yeah. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
2: couldn't, I could not imagine. I absolutely yeah. could not imagine that. Well, um, it's a sad state that we're in.
1: And in school, a lot, my teachers were a lot of my like safe spaces. Like oh, yeah. te- absolutely. Te- I went to a Catholic high school Same. and a lot of teachers out their door, like outside of the doors was like safe. This is a safe space. You can yeah. talk to me about this, yeah. this bullying, you know, that type of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that like they, it, and the fact that kids in Kansas apparently now um, uh, can't can't do that, yeah, without fear of you know. In Kansas, you know, you guys were doing all right because you know with the abortion thing, you guys voted that, and we were like, nope, right. It's our we we deserve reproductive rights, you know, yeah. and um, Ohio started down the path of being supportive of trans individuals, and then just did then the governor just jump ship on right. that which so be i just, better I, be better
2: yeah exactly mm-hmm. be better i just could not imagine um going to again i attended a catholic school as well and it was a very safe it, it was every teacher that we that we had it was a very small school but it was a safe space never once did i feel that i couldn't come out because i felt unsafe by any of them it was something that i wasn't like ready to like come out and same thing with my family very accepting open family so it was something that i had to come to terms with right so for somebody else to make that decision for somebody it's it's sad and it should be um more of a a topic in a positive light and to protect these individuals across the board rather than use them as a pawn again because it's an election year. it's
1: election year so uh you know for those playing the home game the republican uh, uh platform i think they've literally just been copying and pasting it since 2016 yeah um like the, okay we'll just try this one again we'll just put mm-hmm. what what no yeah border brown people coming over the border
2: it's the uh, yeah
1: drag queens they coming try after to find every
2: spooky boogeyman thing and yeah. then you know those are the headlines one thing that you you brought up last week and i start. i went to Google and I tried to look it up when you were talking about Biden and everything that he has accomplished. And it is a very long list. When you look that up, it only comes up on WhiteHouse.gov. And underneath the last time that they even spoke about something that has been accomplished by him was April and May of 2023. Yeah. Right. Like our own media, like yeah. <laughs> that well, isn't
1: because, even uh, 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 out
2: there promoting the good things happening. Because if you put if you happened. put
1: the the Cheeto Mussolini on, you get like that's that's just like printing money because everybody's tuning into it just to listen to whatever the you know that crackpot is saying. Yeah. Um, and well, we and, all
2: have very short. I think Americans have very short attention spans, and are addicted to the or crave. The drama. I mean, with, I mean, you see it with reality TV, drama. all of the things. So now that it's going on in politics, and you have somebody who is actually from reality TV that is was did run the country and is right. trying to get back in, that's what it's come down to. Yeah. It is people addicted to that, and that well, should not be.
1: I, I, I uh, talked about this when we did the uh, tour or the tour, the interview with uh, Frangela, which mm-hmm. is going to be on airing this, this Sunday. Sunday. Everybody at, on Palatini with Dan and Meg at eight a.m. Um, Central time because we have people that are watching from different states. Um, But uh, there's always going to be that 30% of people that will support Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. There's always going to be 30% 30 that wanted slavery. There's always going to be 30% that didn't want women to have the right to vote. There's always going to be 30% that didn't want interracial marriage. 30% that don't want gays to get married. There's always going to be that 30%. But what we have to remember is there's a whole other group, 70%, that, that we have to be making sure, have access to vote, have a voice, you know? So there's yep. always going to be that 30%. That's just what we're, we're and we have
2: to that. make sure that we continue to get out and vote yeah. local and national elections and make sure that we stop.
1: Right. That. So... We are going to wrap up here. I do have since I don't think Patty because she's probably still hanging out with her mom, so she's not going to be doing the whiskey and cookies thing. So, whisker, whiskey sour because we always end our shows with the drink. So, two ounces of bourbon whiskey, one ounce of lemon juice, three quarter to one ounce of simple syrup, and an orange or lemon peel or peel uh, and cocktail cherry for a garnish. No You're people. not going to do the egg whites in your your whiskey sour? No, is okay. that you've never yeah, done that? It. I haven't. Yeah, done it's really it. good. Yeah. yeah, really. Yeah.
2: We're the whiskey All drinkers. Right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Clearly. All right. Well, we're going to have to try that, Paul. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> definitely. All right. Next time you're working here. Um, so, listen, thanks for tuning in for uh, Paula, or uh, Paula uh, driving it home with Patty Vasquez. Uh, we always love filling in for Patty. Uh, great callers today. And you guys have a great weekend.
2: Yes, have a good one.